Welcome to Exhibition and Xbox Podcast, episode number 11. Of course, for those that are new to the show, my name is Samuel Adams, and this show is hosted every single Sunday right here on youtube.com slash jampacksam and on podcast services around the world. So if you enjoy the show, you like what you hear or you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. This week, we're kicking things off with Death's Door Reviews, a very cool little indie made by two people that is certainly making the waves in the world of Xbox and really bringing a lot of eyes to the brand. On top of that, we have more information about Halo Infinite Flighting thanks to the newest Inside Infinite for July of 2021. Then I'm digging into a couple of things that I've been focusing on a lot that includes EA Play News and on top of that a fantastic game called Splitgate that I have actually been diving to or diving into I should say over the course of the past couple of years. There is so much to love with Splitgate and you absolutely should check it out, coming out across all platforms in just a matter of days. Very excited for that team. And then of course we have the Xbox Ultimate Game Sale, where you can pick up some pretty cool deals in the weeks ahead. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. Let's start things off with a talk about one of the best received indies of the year, Death's Door. This launched as an Xbox console exclusive earlier this week for 20 bucks, not that bad for a budget title. And on top of that, it's getting raving reviews. According to OpenCritic, based on 54 critic reviews, it currently has an OpenCritic rating of Mighty, a top critic average of 88, and 100% of critics recommending the game. And I want to quote IGN's review here for the purposes of just kind of summarizing everything up. They say, quote, Death's Door expertly blends classic dungeon puzzle solving with fast-paced combat encounters to create a memorable adventure across a moody world brimming with secret paths and hidden rewards, and they gave it a 9 out of 10. On top of that, you've got PC Gamer giving it an 83 out of 100, Easy Allies with an 8.5 out of 10, and Game Informer with a 9 out of 10. The list goes on. Ultimately, big win for indies in general because so many eyes are on this game now. And on top of that, big win for Acid Nerve because this is one of their most successful games to date, but you might have heard them for one of their recent games, Titan Souls. Yes, these two guys made Titan Souls. Very impressive stuff here. Now, of course, there are two developers that are mainly working on the game, and they've hired out various artists and various workers to help finish this game, so it's not purely a two-person team, but boy, is this an impressive win for such a small team, considering the reception of this game overall. So if you want to check it out again, Death's Door is available now on Xbox One, Series X, Series S, and PC. Really good looking indie game to dive into as the summer winds down. Now let's talk about what we really want to focus on here today, Halo Infinite Flighting. If you want to see the entire rundown, you can head over to the most recent Inside Infinite for July of 2021, uh, but in short, it's coming up soon and you need to make sure you are a Halo Insider and you have opted into flighting. If you're on console, basically you just have to connect your gamer tag. If you're on PC, you have to log in and connect via Steam, I believe, uh, and then you also have to send a diagnostic of your PC so they know what kind of hardware you're running uh, in terms of graphics cards and CPUs so they can uh, properly diagnose any kind of issues you might have and mitigate those before the actual launch of the game. So 
On their end, during the first round of flighting, uh, 343 is going to be measuring the performance of the game, the matchmaking performance, uh, how long it takes people to get into a game, the failed matchmaking, that kind of thing, to make sure that everything is working properly on the back end that can support however many players they might have. It's ultimately going to be a stress test. And that's very important because we saw what happened with the Halo Master Chief collection in the Xbox One generation, where matchmaking was very broken, and it really did ruin the reputation of that collection for a significant amount of time. Now, that has since seen a huge comeback. 343 invested the resources to make it right, and now it semi-saved the launch of the Xbox Series X and S, I would say, uh, because of how much effort was put into the Master Chief Collection and the optimizations that were made leading up to this next generation of Xbox. Now, on the user side of things, for the biggest flight, uh, or the first flight, I should say, uh, you are going to be getting a bot-based experience. This is not going to be PvP, but the goal is to test arena gameplay versus bots, arena maps, academy weapon drills, menu and battle pass UI, and new waypoint experiences on web, iOS, and Android. In short, from the back-end to the front-end experience, they want to make sure that users are satisfied with the way everything looks and functions, and they want to make sure that the back end of the game is functioning properly, both of which are very fundamental to the game itself. Now, in terms of what you can expect, there are going to be three different maps included in the first round of flighting. You have Bazaar, Recharge, and Live Fire, all of which have Bot Slayer. Now, immediately you think, ugh, I don't want to play against bots, I want to play against real people. And that very well could still hold up after this is all said and done, but the Inside Infinite does give me a bit of a confidence in the bot experience. It writes, quote, Bots come in four flavors, Recruit, Marine, ODST, and Spartan, with each level representing an increase in bot skill. The first time I played a match against bots, I decided to set the difficulty at ODST, assuming they would be competitive, but not too challenging. I mean, not for me, right? A grizzled Halo veteran of two decades of Halo PvP. Well, within 30 seconds of the start of a Slayer match in the sun-baked New Mombasa street market, at the center of the arena map Bazaar, I found myself in a classic Halo combat dance with a bot who did an alarmingly good job of sidestepping shots from my sidekick pistol and then dropping my shields with a well-thrown frag grenade. As I retreated from the market through an archway, peppering the bot with a few more rounds, I thought, no worries, I'll just crouch behind one of these big wooden doors and wait for my shields to recharge, because I'm pretty sure this bot won't be smart enough or brave enough to, at which point the bot sprinted through the door, clocked my position, and finished me off with two very competent blasts from its bulldog shotgun, end quote. They continue a bit, so yes, as we mentioned earlier, be prepared. This, again, I do want to emphasize is from Inside Infinite, so this is not a unbiased third party, but if this AI is good, then this is number one, a fantastic time to dive in and just see how Infinite feels uh, without having people that are trying to push the game to its limits. And on top of that, you get insight into how the campaign could potentially play. Now, a Spartan is going to approach combat very differently than a Brute or a Grunt, uh, but you are going to be able to see that artificial intelligence at work and kind of get a vibe for how they have programmed it going into Infinite itself. 
but uh, you are going to be getting the bot experience for the first round of flighting, which I think is perfectly fine. Again, this is just to make sure everything is functioning. In terms of the weapons you're going to be getting, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 weapons to use, including the MA40AR, BR75, MK50 Sidekick, CQS-48 Bulldog, Needler, VK-78 Commando, S7 Sniper, Plasma Pistol, Pulse Carbine, Ravager, Heat Wave, and Skewer, all available in the first round of flighting with potentially more to come. So in short, you are going to be getting a very varied experience here, and you can test out all of these weapons here with the Academy Weapon Drills, which basically is the firing range. You can test out weapons, there really isn't much more to say about that. I'm excited to see the UI. They are going to be giving you some credits to use in the battle pass just to see how it functions and gather community feedback. It is important to note that the progress you make during the flighting is not going to carry over into the full game, so you can do with it what you will. That's why they're giving you some in-game credits to kind of customize your Spartan, get in there, test out different things, and see what all is available. The customization is not going to be comprehensive. It is not representative of everything in the final game, so just be warned before you dive in. But in short, that's what's going to be included in the first round of flighting. Again, make sure you are a Halo Insider and that you have opted into the flighting experience because these invites are probably going to be going out next week. And again, it could start as early as next weekend. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm very excited to dive into it. Very excited to see how the game performs. And of course, this is something that people have been anticipating for a very long time. It was supposed to launch last year and was going to be the big uh, Halo uh, cross Xbox next generation emergence in a way, but now it's just a celebration of the 20th anniversary of Halo, which I think is also a fantastic way to launch a game as well. Very excited to dive in, some fantastic screenshots, some renders as well, so check out the most recent Inside Infinite for all of the most recent information. In the meantime, I would highly recommend checking out Splitgate if you're waiting on Halo Infinite to come out because you could fall in love with it just like I did. Uh, and I do want to preface this by saying I've been playing Splitgate since college. It quickly became one of my favorite games on PC and it remains one of my favorites today. In just a matter of days, the Splitgate player count went from roughly about 400 concurrent to a new record concurrent of over 65,000, so much so that the Splitgate developer 1047 games had to take the beta offline due to the insane demand. This game is making waves, and if you aren't familiar with it, it's basically Halo meets Portal. There are specific areas of the map that have these portal pads that you can then shoot portals onto and shoot through them, run through them, and it just adds a whole new level of mobility to what is effectively a Halo game. It feels very much so like a Halo game. And in the best ways, there are a wide variety of weapons, a wide variety of game modes, and it is just gorgeous. It runs very, very well on both console and on PC, and there is a battle pass system. Have I mentioned it's free to play? This is not an ad, I'm not sponsored, not partnered, nothing. I just adore this game, and it's also important to note here, as reported on by Windows Central, this is made by four people. 
the four-person Splitgate team has been working day and night to make sure this game is just as good as it can be, and I believe they're hiring more back-end engineers to help support the incredible amount of players that they've actually got, but wonderful game. Just a wonderful, wonderful experience. Dive in, give it a shot, highly recommend. Again, that beta is available now, and that progress does carry over, so you might as well go ahead and check it out. I do want to mention, it's not cross-play currently, so if you play on PC, you can't jump over and play on console and have your progress carry over. I'm just leveling two individual accounts because, number one, the game feels so good on PC. It runs so incredibly well, uh, and just that accuracy you get from a mouse and keyboard is very important for portals and for the actual shooting itself, but it runs incredibly well on Xbox as well. So if you want to dive in, very much so recommended. Again, available on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, wherever you want to play, you should definitely check out Splitgate because it is phenomenal. Now let's dive into EA Play Live 2021, and I'm going to be going off of the GamesRadar.com article that kind of gives you a rundown of everything. Uh, but in short, there were two big announcements that I want to talk about, and you probably know what those are. Uh, but just to hit the highlights, you did have Grid Legends, which is a new narrative-based single-player racer. Uh, then you have Apex Legends Emergence, which is going to be adding some content to the game coming on August 3rd, and a deep look at Lost in Random, a very cool-looking Tim Burton ask indie game uh, that is coming to PC and consoles, including Switch on September the 10th. And of course, Knockout City Season 2, Fight at the Movies. You can dive into that. A couple of new weapons and power-ups there. What I want to talk about are Battlefield Portal and Dead Space. So first and foremost, Battlefield Portal. I'm a longtime Battlefield fan. I adore Battlefield. I grew up playing Bad Company 2 and Battlefield 3, and then I got into Battlefield 4, played that continuously whenever it launched towards the beginning of the last generation. And then I checked out Battlefield 1, Battlefield 5, all of these are okay. Totally forgot about Hardline, but Hardline is worth mentioning as well. Very good gameplay there. Uh, but in the past couple of years, Battlefield has fallen off for me because it feels almost too realistic. And on top of that, in comparison to the modern shooters that Call of Duty has been bringing to the table, uh, it just hasn't felt as good to me. Now, Battlefield is going to be changing that with 2042 because they're bringing back that modern gameplay. And on top of that, they're giving the development tools back to the community. And I'm talking about real development tools through Battlefield Portal. Effectively, this is letting you mix and match various game modes and elements across maps from Battlefield 3, Battlefield 1942, and many more on top of what you're going to be getting from Battlefield 2042 to effectively create your own experience. This is the ultimate community creation tool. You can test out game modes. This is where you get stuff like Infection in Call of Duty. Uh, this is where you get various game modes that can change the game completely and really push it to its limits to allow the community to kind of do the work for you and make new game modes that keep people coming back. Uh, now, this is going to be something that I think is most well utilized on PC because you can mix and match pieces much easier. And on top of that, there are actually specific coding elements you can bring in and change the way the game functions itself. Uh, but this is also going to be something that is available on consoles. So somebody can make something on PC 
shared with the community. Maybe there's a spotlight from the team over at EA and DICE, and they can actually throw that into the custom game browser. And that kind of thing is going to revolutionize the way this game is able to grow and evolve. Because whenever you can have 20 EOD bots versus one giant tank, which is an experience they showed off in the trailer, that shows just how unique uh, this game mode actually is and how unique Battlefield Portal is going to be when it launches alongside Battlefield 2042 later this year. How it will grow and evolve is yet to be seen, uh, but the amount of tools at the community's disposal is unprecedented. So I'm excited to dive in, check this out. Of course, this is one of my most anticipated games of the year, and it's one that a lot of people are kind of on the fence about because it is going to be $70 on next-gen hardware, but you are going to have no campaign. So people are saying that potentially the value proposition there is lesser as compared to years past, and I totally hear you, I totally understand, but I can't remember the last time I finished a Battlefield campaign. It might have actually been Battlefield 4. So I'm not going to miss having a campaign, or I should say I'm not going to feel the impact of not having a campaign. Uh, I'm going to just be enjoying the multiplayer as I always have. So I'm excited to dive in when this game launches later this year. Now let's dive into Dead Space. I played through Dead Space earlier this year, and this is one of those legendary horror games. And I will say that as time has gone on, and as games have grown and evolved, uh, we now have stuff like Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil Village that are pushing the limits of what's considered possible in the world of horror and creating legitimate jump scares, these legitimate moments uh, where it feels like you're watching a movie. And Dead Space is scary, there are plenty of jump scares in Dead Space, but the impact of those jump scares has kind of worn off over the years. This is bringing it all back, because this Dead Space is a reboot and a remake of the original game that bakes in modern elements that kind of evolved as the series went on. So you're pulling specific gameplay pieces from Dead Spaces 2 and 3, while also bringing the game forward to the most recent Frostbite engine. That's incredibly powerful. Now this is also next-gen exclusive, just PS5, just Xbox Series X and S, just PC. So you're getting the best experience possible. This is not held back by last generation hardware. This is just something that is going to be bringing the heat, and I'm excited to see how scary they can make this game, because I think it's going to feel like an entirely different game. Obviously, the success of Resident Evil remakes have influenced Dead Space in a lot of ways and have influenced EA to make this happen, uh, but that's the most beautiful part of other companies taking a risk because Capcom went back, remade Resident Evil 2 from the ground up, and it became one of the best-selling games in the franchise. So EA looked at that, saw the love for Dead Space, and thought, hey, Let's do it. Let's revitalize it. So I'm excited to think that this could be a new start for Dead Space overall. This is something that could bring an entirely new generation of games uh, to the Dead Space franchise because I think that it's one of the best franchises out there in terms of horror games. Uh, and in the lead up to the release of Dead Space Remake, I'm going to be going back, playing two, playing three, really getting into it uh, and seeing what they bring in both of those games and then kind of comparing those to the final product, which does not have a release date as of right now, but it already looks very good based on the teaser trailer, so I'm excited to dive in. 
Now while we're waiting on these games to come out, we also have plenty of new games coming to Xbox Game Pass, some of which we knew were coming, others of which we did not. Uh, but in short, you've got some pretty big wins for the month of July and going into August as well. Battlefield 5 is now available via cloud, so if you want to dive in on a phone or mobile device, you absolutely can. I personally wouldn't recommend playing multiplayer here. That doesn't really make sense to me because my cloud gaming experience hasn't lended itself to multiplayer. Uh, I would just get my ass kicked just because that latency, while small, does impact overall performance in multiplayer. But if you get used to it, potentially it could be a good option. I do think this is great for the single player war stories where you can dive in and check out the campaigns, the various tales that are told. I think that's really where this is going to shine. And on top of that, Chris Tales comes on cloud console and PC launching into Xbox Game Pass. So if you want to dive in, you can embark on a journey across a dark fairy tale world with the newly awoken time mage Chris Bell and her champions on day one with Xbox Game Pass. This is an homage to classic JRPGs, so you can dive in and give that a shot. On top of that, you have Atomicrops, Raji and Ancient Epic, and Last Stop all coming to cloud, console, and PC on July 22nd. These are all indies through the ID at Xbox program. Then Blinks, The Time Sweeper, and Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge both come to cloud and console on July 26th. I'm very excited about Crimson Skies. Very, very excited about Crimson Skies. Of course, then you have Microsoft Flight Simulator coming to Xbox Series X and S on July 27th. Lethal Legal Blaze coming on cloud console and PC on the 29th alongside Omno. And Project Wingman is coming to PC from ID at Xbox on July 29th as well. The biggest game of the month is The Ascent coming to cloud console and PC on July 29th. This is one that a ton of people have been looking forward to, and it is a very big uh, indie for the Xbox Series X and S. The Ascent is a solo and co-op action shooter JRPG set in a cyberpunk world. The mega corporation that owns you and everyone, the Ascent Group, has just collapsed. Can you survive without it? In a way, this is kind of like, again, a solo action shooter RPG cyberpunk-esque kind of world, so it's bringing that element in there, and I'm excited to dive into The Ascent. I've got it preloaded now, so that's kind of how excited I am for it. I never really preload anything, so this is something that's new for me. Uh, but in short, the biggest wins of the month are absolutely for me, Crimson Skies on cloud and console. I'll say Blinks as well, and then I do want to check out The Ascent on July 29th, but plenty of cool games to dive into if you do want to check them out. It's awesome to see Game Pass continuing to grow and evolve week after week. I also want to mention the mobile experience is getting even better with over 80 games now supporting touch controls on Xbox Cloud Gaming, including 14 new additions with headliners like City Skylines, which I think is going to be right at home, the entire slew of Fable games, including Anniversary, Fable 2, and Fable 3, Fusion Frenzy, The Bard's Tale games, and more. Lots to dive into here, even if you don't have a backbone on iPhone or if you don't have an Xbox controller, you can't just dive in and start playing without any kind of accessory whatsoever. And that's very important as we look forward to potentially a cheaper monthly subscription that just includes access to cloud gaming. Because if somebody can pay five bucks a month and get access to all of these games, including stuff like Minecraft Dungeons, Dragon's Quest, Fable, Dirt 5, all of these games on the go without the need for a controller, that's a big win. And that's something that makes this even more affordable because you need absolutely nothing. Uh, so lots to dive into here if you want to check out the mobile experience 
minutes, but plenty of quests to check out, including one for Halo the Master Chief Collection that I absolutely do need to dive into, and of course, plenty of new additions as well to keep you coming back to the Xbox ecosystem. But if those weren't enough games for you, the Ultimate Game Sale is back on Xbox, knocking up to 80% off of select Xbox games, and it runs all the way through August the 5th. Plenty of good deals to dive into on some of the year's biggest games. Of course, you have Black Ops Cold War as to be expected for 30 bucks, half off, not too bad. MLB The Show 21, Forza Horizon 4, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and a lot more. Now, if you go to the store and you sort by percent off, high to low, that's when you find the deals. We're looking at Titanfall 2 Ultimate Edition for $2.99. We're looking at Soul Calibur 4 for $8.99. Hitman, the Enhanced Collection, $8.99. Duke Nukem 3D World Tour, $2.99. And the one that really stands out to me in the biggest discounts, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, $5.99. That's a great deal. I just saw Far Cry 5, $8.99. I could continue all day, but there's page after page of deals uh, that you can dive into, check out, and uh, find something that really fits your style, fits what you want to play. Because right now we're kind of in the summer drought. Uh, we see new games continuing to come out, but the fall season is around the corner, still a bit of a ways away. You can absolutely spend a couple of bucks, find a game you love, and have something to play in the next couple of months as we build up to stuff like Halo Infinite and the big release season. Again, ultimate game sale running all the way through August 5th. Dive in, find you a great deal. That wraps up today's show. If you enjoyed and you liked what you saw, hit that subscribe button on your platform of choice. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so many more. And of course, you can subscribe to me on youtube.com slash jampacksam to see the latest insights from the world of Xbox and so much more. Really enjoying everything I've been playing lately and excited for the season ahead. But until next week, you have a fantastic one and I'll talk to you soon.